Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. Maine's Hit Music Show. We're heading into the summertime. We got a hot summer on the horizon. June 16th at the Cross Insurance Arena. We got Russ YG coming to town. We got a pair of tickets that we got to give away this hour, Tara. Ooh, okay. I saw that the uh, Wiscasset favorite Reds Eats is going to be featured on a Netflix show, which actually premieres today. Uh, it's called Somebody Feed Phil. I would like to know your personal favorite place to get a lobster roll. Ooh. 207-807-1104. I have said it before and I'll say it again. Bailey's Lobster Pound in Scarborough has the best lobster rolls and the experience of being able to sit out on the dock it's so peaceful everything tastes so good and then you can go for a walk on the beach after I went there on your recommendation yeah, what'd you think I thought it was good and I also love the fact that they had a uh, section for the dock mm-hmm, that's so, so cute so Lana got a like burger on a frisbee yeah and then you get to keep the frisbee and you got to keep, we still have the frisbee and it's one of her toys now hey, look at that so great recommendation right there I'm gonna go with how could I not go with High Roller, right? I know. Gotta, so, so good. Show them some love. And then you can always switch it up so you can throw the different kind of flavored mayo on it. Everything I, there is so good. I usually go red pepper and jalapeno and like mix them together. Ooh. And and that's the, the mayo I get on that. That's good. I really like, uh, if I'm looking, they're just not, my only complaint is I need to eat two of them and they're expensive is... <laughs> Not at High Roller. A high Roller, it's a decent amount. But at um, Eventide, Eventide uh, has really good lobster rolls as I've well. I've heard the roll at oh, Eventide is good. So good. So good. Those would be my two spots to go to. And then for like the ambiance, though, I, I know it's kind of like a tourist trap, but I really like Portland Lobster Coke. Because they get the live well, music. It's so fun. You get the live music. You're right there on the water. It's experience. I'm taking everybody's options now. I just like a good lobster roll. 2019 was the last hot summer we had. Correct. And we did it outside. No more concerts outside. It's the only hot summer I was able to work. In Westbrook. Yeah, that was the only one that... First and only. um, And when we did that, we had the whole VIP experience with High Roller. That was amazing. People went nuts for that. Because being able to like run around and do work at the concert, which is kind of stressful for me, but then being able to stop and say, yeah, I'll pop over and get a lobster roll from High Roller. It was amazing. It was great. Um, Anyways, Serena from Saco, where's your spot for a good lobster roll? Oh, it used to be uh, Pool Street, like it in, in Biddeford. South, oh, in Biddeford, Biddeford. Yeah. It used to be. Why did it change? I haven't gone there in a couple of years. I probably should pay a visit though. Okay. There you go. This is a good reminder. This is this is your sign that you need to make a visit to them. Yes, exactly. What made their lobster roll so good? I feel like they made them with care, you know, love. <laughs> That's the secret ingredient is it love. It's a difference. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's been some places that uh, the food has been like below average or just average, but I'll go there because I like the people that are working there. Nice to you. And the experience yes. is great. I'm like, all right, I'll go back. All right. That's what makes it worth it. Yep, exactly. Lindsay from Lewiston, what's your go-to spot for a lobster roll? Well, if I had to go to like a restaurant, it would probably be Jordan Snack Bar in Ellsworth, but go to my dad's because he's a lobster fisherman. There you go, yeah. Fresh. From the source. Very fresh. (laughs) Every lobster fisherman I talk to is like, you're crazy. You got to pay those store prices? It is. It's awful. How does your dad make his lobster roll? Not necessarily how you make it. It's how it's picked and how it's 
cut. What makes it good? How you have to cut it a certain way? You have to be very careful when you're cutting the tail. If you cut it the wrong way, it will be too like too chewy. Okay. Interesting. For most people, and you have to try to not get too much mayonnaise in it. I agree. Too much mayo is overkill. I'm not. Yeah. I'm normally a butter guy, except for a high roller, I'll do the flavored mayo. But normally, I'm I'm a butter guy. Um, I'm right there with you. All right, great. We're in the same boat. Actually, you know what they have? Lobster ghee, which I think is just yes. butter infused with like more lobster, mm-hmm. which is so delicious. We got a couple for Pool Street Market on the text, huh? I might have to go try that one. No, Caitlin from Saka, what's your go-to spot for a lobster roll? The Clam Shack in Kenny Bumport has the best lobster rolls I have ever eaten, like ever. Ooh. They're really? so good. I don't know if I've gotten a uh, lobster roll there. I've definitely gotten like some maybe fried clams from there. Their lobster rolls have like the whole tail meat and they also do it with a little bit of mayonnaise and some melted butter and some lemon. Oh, so they do both. Oh, they're so good. And I like the ambiance of that spot because it's like right there before the bridge, right? Looking over the water. Yeah, it's like in front of Central Jack. Stacy from Lewiston, what's your go-to spot for a lobster roll? Clam bake. Mm, I love year. the clam bake. I uh, almost went to the clam bake for the first time this weekend, but I had my dog with me and we decided to go to Ken's instead. Does clam bake have outdoor seating? That was what we didn't know. Um, They didn't when I was there. I think I was there like a week and a half ago and they didn't, but they were talking about having it. I'm just oh. not sure where they would put it. Word on the street. Okay. All right. Well, I can go without my dog, but she was riding shotgun and I was like, all right, we got to find a place that- You can always eat in the car. It's starting to get nice out. Yeah, well, we ate outside at Ken's, which is on the way to the clam bake. You went to their I've direct competitor. I know, I went to the direct competitor, but <laughs> the uh, the clam bake you like, best lobster roll in your opinion. Why do you like the clam bake so much? Um, it's very family-oriented, very friendly. They have a lot of choices to choose from, and they have a bar. Uh-hoo. Yeah, you can't, can't go wrong <laughs> with the bar. <laughs> exactly. You know uh, who else has a bar? Who? Cross Insurance Arena. That is very true. Are you trying to go to Hot Summer? I absolutely am. Who do you want to see at Hot Summer? Russ. And why do you want to see Russ? I absolutely love him. Aww. I told my boyfriend that he's my future husband. <laughs> it's your hall pass. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Russ is on your hall pass. Uh, we're going to do our best to facilitate this. We're going to give you a pair of tickets. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You're going to the show on uh, June 16th. You're there. Congrats. Awesome, thank you. Hot Summers made hot in Maine by CSL Plasma. Did you know you can make up to 825 bucks in your first month of donating plasma? Visit CSLplasma.com or the South Portland CSL Plasma at 264 Gorham Road for details. She's like, I did not know that. Now you no, do. I did not. No, hey, something to think about, right? Exactly. Um, congratulations, you're in the building. We'll see you out there June 16th. And we have another pair of tickets that we're going to give away this hour. Everybody else can buy tickets, hotradiomain.com, ticketmaster.com. But you didn't even need to worry about that. You're in the building. Congrats. Thank you. We got a couple more for best lobster roll over here. Someone said sea salt and sako, best seafood and best prices. I actually have been meaning to check that place out. I don't know where that is. I'm trying to picture you it. You really can't miss it. Like if you drive past Funtown and you keep driving, yeah. it's on your Right. Oh, I do know where it is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You can't miss it. Uh, best lobster roll ever. This person said Claws in Rockland. Ooh. Another one for Pool Street Market. Although we got a caller who hit us up and said Pool Street Market is closed. That Sad. new ownership's going to open something else there and they don't know if they're going to have lobster rolls. I just found out about this place by everybody texting in today. That's, Such a letdown. That's kind of uh, that's kind of a bummer. And then of course, we got that place in a gunquit. Take a guess at who texted that in. that place. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, we're going to play Brains from Bank. Hot Radio Maine, hello. Hey, how's it going, man? It's going. Who's this? This is Zach from Maine. Zach from Maine. Where in? Portland. Portland. Zach in Portland. Zach, what's your go-to spot for a lobster roll? My go-to spot for a lobster roll is definitely Ken's. Ken's? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I got the fried scallops there this weekend. That's where my family's gone my whole life. It's just, that's where we always go. So, yeah, that's th- just not go too far. There's, I mean, I tried everywhere in Bain, and, you know, like, there's a lot of good places, but that's that's where I go the most. There's so many good uh, spots to go to that I feel like a lot of times the place that you go uh, the most is just tradition. Like you said, like your family goes there all the time, so that's where you're comfortable. Exactly that's where you have that. all the memories. Yep. All right, Zach. Exactly we're, that. Uh, yeah. We're looking for calling number 10 for brains for bank and a contestant you are our call number 10 you ready to give this a shot yeah, 100%. Let's do this. All right, so I'm going to give you one trivia question. You'll have five seconds to answer. You'll hear the timer. If you answer correctly within the timer, you're going to win 100 bucks this morning. If you answer incorrectly or after the buzzer goes off, then the money rolls over and we'll have an even bigger prize this afternoon. But let's try to give you some cash. All right, Zach? Awesome. Yeah, I'm ready, brother. What does a Geiger counter detect? A Geiger counter? Um... Electricity? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not hey, a bad guess. You got a good guess in there. Uh, it was a little after the buzzer, but the correct answer that we were looking for is radiation. Radiation. Man, that was a hard one. That was a tough one. <laughs> Tara got upset because everybody's been getting these right, so she said from here on out, she's making really tough questions. I'm sorry, Zach. So you were her hey, first. No, I appreciate that because because that just means I gotta learn hard I gotta learn harder stuff. Yeah. Cool. You gotta you were her first victim of this new wave of tough questions. I was thinking something like radiation or something bigger than right. you know, whatever, but yeah. Is that is that what they use on like ghost hunters? Similar. It's similar? It's similar. A similar thing. Yeah, exactly. Similar. Um, all right, Zach. Well, appreciate you playing. Uh, good news here is you can play again this afternoon, and now there's even more money there, too. So 200 bucks in the afternoon, all right? I appreciate you guys 100%. Yeah, thanks for playing. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, guys. Thank you. Brains for Bank is made hot in Maine by Lee Auto Malls. People who use their brains and buy their cars from Lee save major bank, more cars, better financing, easier approvals at LeeCredit.com. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Wake up. Do you have a side hustle? Does your side hustle earn you good money or is it more for fun? 207-807-1104. I always find it interesting. Somebody's like, yeah, I work at a bank, but then I do this on the side. Right. And when they say I do this on the side, that's always more interesting than the main gig. Always. Except for me, I think. I think people are interested in the radio stuff. And then I'm like, (laughs) I collect cans on the side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Would you actually do that? Yeah, who do you think turns all the returnables here at the station? That's my side hustle. Yeah, well, that's true. Anytime I have a soda bottle or if I, on the rare occasion, drink a seltzer, I take the can home with me because I know it's going in your bank account. And I'd rather go in mine. You know what? Nobody else, <laughs> we didn't have a recyclable thing here for a while and nobody else so wanted you to, did something wanted about to it. take the initiative to do it. So I did it. So that's my side hustle. I mean, I also, I was going to be lame and say, I DJ on the side, of course. Oh. Oh, well, yeah, but, but that's not I think as, that goes hand in hand. That's not as fun as saying I collect cans yeah. on the side. No. 207-807-114. Call number 10 right now. Tell us your side hustle. Does your side hustle earn you good money or is it more uh, for fun? I think it's just out of habit. Like as a kid, I used to take all the cans from the neighborhood. Not the neighborhood. <laughs> I used to take all the... <laughs> He's a thing. 
life. I would go through the trash in the morning. I'm the trash guy. When we would have like a party in the neighborhood, I would take the cans. I'll take that. And uh, when we would have like family parties or like, you know, Christmas, whatever, get togethers, I would always take the cans and, and return them because it was like found money. You got a couple bags. You know, that's respectable. As a young kid, you got to make your money. It was my side hustle. I mean, I also sold bootleg CDs in my oh. high school. I think oh, the statute of limitations that. is up. Is so. it? <laughs> I don't know. It's been, it was a while ago. The clock's ticking. Yeah. <laughs> they just had the uh, 20th anniversary of the Eminem <laughs> show, which was one of the CDs. So I think it's been 20 oh, okay. years. You're good. You're I good. I think I'm good. Uh, but yeah, I, I haven't sold a bootleg CD in a while. Um, side hustle. You got one? You got a second, second job, a hobby that I earned mean, you some money? Not really. Peak pandemic, I got really into beading because I wasn't leaving the house and I was making bracelets necklaces, little keychains, having fun with it. Nothing too crazy, something any anyone could do. And I only sold a couple of them and it was very discouraging, so I gave up. Here's where you went wrong with the beads. And I'm I'm proud that you used this as an example today. We're talking side. about the beads. I have forbid anyone here from talking about my You've beads. You've opened up the door. Tara has refused uh, to let me talk about the beads. Because she has I want to be anonymous. Well, that's so stupid. You have a platform Platform. You're on the radio every day. You could say, hey, come to my Etsy store and check out my beads. People who are listening would go to your store and check it out. And they'd be like, oh, I really like the beads that Tara makes. I listen to her in the morning. I want to buy the beads. No, because it goes I, hand in hand. But you refuse to do it. Because I have anxiety and I always think of what could go wrong. And I think of listeners buying my beads and the bracelet breaks and then they leave me a bad review. And they're like, her beads suck. <laughs> and they text in nasty you gotta things. Have some confidence. No, the beads were fine. The problem was you didn't use your platform. I just don't want to. I want to. I want it to be separate. I want it to be an anonymous entity. How? You know? I, there's probably a million people doing beaded jewelry out there. There is. How are you going to separate yourself? The fact of the matter is you're on the radio every day in Maine. You should have been plugging your your bead. It's a lot of hard work to do it anonymously. I will say that. I really have to put in the work to really market myself. But um, if anyone wants to buy beads, you can hit me up because I've oh, only sold two. Now we're doing it? <laughs> you can discreetly DM me on Instagram and I'll send you the link. You're going to really make people work for it, huh? Well, I just don't want to put it out there. I'm scared. I'm not ready yet. And I, I have to blow the dust off the bead box. It's been a while. When we were throwing around ideas to talk about <laughs> and the side hustle thing came up, I'm like, I wonder if she's going to mention the beads. I wonder if she's going to do it. I'm the the only one allowed to talk about the beads still moving forward so after this discussion you are not allowed to sell my beads i am my own seller all right you can't even hit me for the link because i don't even know what the link is it's anonymous it's anonymous so you'll have it's to hit VIP her vip exclusive club tanya from Waterbro. um <laughs> How's it going? it's going good do you have a side hustle i do i make edibles <gasps> mm, now what kind of yeah. edibles are these give us examples oh. I make sea salted caramels, I make whoopie pies, I make cookies, I make Jolly Ranchers, I make nerd ropes. I make it all. What a variety. Those are wow. fancy too. And this is your second job? This is a hobby? That sounds like you're going all out. I mean, it's very lucrative, so obviously I'm going to, you know, hustle it. What's your what's your main gig? So, I'm a private chef. Oh, so you have the skill. I got the skills for the bill. Do you ever mix up like a uh, a batch of regular cookies with your side hustle cookies? <laughs> One of my own edibles and and went on a trip. That's for sure. But I've never <laughs> given a client 
unexpectedly uh, an edible. Okay. So. Good, because you can get sued for that. <laughs> yes, my license would be taken away. That's for sure. <laughs> I've definitely uh, t- eaten a cookie that I didn't realize was a, uh, a special cookie. And, uh, yeah. It wasn't. It was no, no. It was not a good time. It was actually a whole jar of cookies. Uh, So, so yeah, definitely over the limit there. Yeah, my first time having anything like that was a lollipop, and and boy, like I couldn't even get downstairs. So I I can't play around with it. I I don't usually partake in them. I'm I'm such a lightweight with it. That's funny. You make them, but you don't usually partake. That's wild. Um, all right. So we are looking for a call number 10 for a pair of Hot Summer uh, 2022 tickets. And you're our call number 10. You're going to the show. Yay! Thank you. I literally called like 24 times. I was like, yes, yeah, well, you got them. Persistence pays off. You're there June 16th. Ross YG and more. Congratulations. Awesome. You're very welcome. Hot Summer is made hot in Maine by CSL Plasma. Did you know you can make $825 in your first month of donating plasma? Visit CSLPlasma.com or the South Portland CSL Plasma at 264 Gorham Road for details. Uh, we got another chance to win. Actually, this hour, we'll continue the topic. Call or text 207-807-1104. Let us know your side hustle, and we'll put you in the running for a pair of tickets. We'll pick our winner at random before 10. But you're good to go. Tanya, we'll see you June 16th for Hot Summer. Christy from Saka, what's your side hustle? So I do a lot of craft with floral, uh, dried floral things. I make floral dried wreaths. Um, I do a lot of things with lilacs, like lilac vinegar, lilac simple syrup. Pretty much anything with plants. And so what, you're just doing like crafty projects? Yeah, I love it. So the floral dried wreaths, I'll sell the customers and they put it up as decor. Oh. Um, The simple syrup, you can make really pretty cocktails, you know, so it's like purple tinted cocktails and it just comes out beautiful. Ooh. All right. There you're speaking my language. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I dated a girl that would take the old flowers Mm-hmm. And would like they would always be like hanging up to like dry out around the house. Yeah, that's a thing. You can keep them like that as decor. Then you could take the dried flowers and put them in like coasters. I don't ever remember stuff. any arts and crafts projects coming of it though. I feel like it just was like it was just decor. It was like an attempt at an arts and crafts project, and then I don't know what happened to those dried <laughs> flowers. Jen from Lewiston, uh, what's your side hustle? Uh, my side hustle is uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats. There you go. I know a lot of people that do that. Yeah, just got an order. Uh, me to go shopping for somebody as I'm talking to you guys. That's the best part about your side hustle is you get to listen to Hot Radio Maine. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. So you can work for compete uh, competing food delivery services. You can do DoorDash and Uber Eats at the same time. Well, you can't do it at the same time, no. Then I'd probably get in trouble because so, it is competing. But I was doing DoorDash and then I switched over to Uber Eats. So technically Uber Eats. Oh, okay. okay. Which one do you think is better? Uber Eats pays more, but DoorDash has a lot more uh, business. Okay. Yeah, because I always, every time I'm in an Uber, I'll see that they do Uber and Lyft. And I'm like, which one? Which one do you like more? Yeah. I usually say Lyft. All right. Jackie Brown in Freiburg, Maine. What's your side hustle? Uh, I'm a limousine chauffeur. <gasps> Whoa. That is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty. Get to meet some cool people and go to some interesting places. Can you say who the, like, an interesting person that you've met? I don't exactly remember her name, but the last person I drove was, like, some big artist. They were doing a show at um, the White Mountain Hotel. Okay. And uh, it was her and her dad, and I was taking them to the train station. Wow. And uh, they were just telling me about all the different countries they go to and 
all this stuff. It's pretty neat. Wow. So cool. Yeah, you get to hear a lot of cool stories, it sounds like. Yeah. Elise from Portland, what's your side hustle? Oh my gosh, I have a crystal business that I run with my friend, and we just started it in February. Ooh, I love crystals. Oh yeah, it's so fun. We also make some jewelry, and she does some sea glass art, and it's just something really fun to do that's like not really connected to your 40-hour work week. Right. What do these crystals do? Um, well, a lot of people prescribe different healing properties to them. So things that could help with um, depression or just lighten your mood. And so it's really fun to read about what these crystals have in properties. But we also just love looking at them because they look so cool. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty too. Do you think they actually help? I mean, I think that's up to every person. I know some people are like really into them and swear by them. And other people are like, oh, those are just cool rocks. I think wherever you fall on that is I um, think they were super cool. <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> I wore it. I wore pink quartz for a year after a really bad breakup and if I didn't have it I would have been lost. Yeah, the rose quartz for love, self love. Love that. Yes. Wow. All right. Are you trying to go to are you trying to go to hot summer? Uh totally. Well, we picked your text, so we're gonna make this happen. We're gonna give you a pair of tickets. Oh, Yeah, you're very welcome. You're going June 16th. Who are you excited to see out there? I think I'm just excited to like actually be doing something since I feel like I've been pretty hunkered down like the entire pandemic, which is what, like over two years now? Yes. I mean, we haven't had a hot summer show in two years, so we're just happy to have one uh, again this year. So we're in the same boat as you. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll see you out there. Also, Tara, she texted in. She wants the the link to the Etsy for your beads. Oh, okay. It's actually on Depop. It's called Moody Beads. Ooh, okay. I'm going to look that up right now. <laughs> we're we're trying to build Tara's confidence here this morning. I'm scared. Get I her, don't want a bad review. Get her, get her to promote her bead business on the side. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, do it. I love that. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations. We'll see you out there at Hot Summer on June 16th. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's made hot in Maine by CSL Plasma. Did you know you can make $825 in your first month of donating plasma? Visit CSLplasma.com or the South Portland CSL Plasma at 264 Gorham Road for details. B-All's going to have a few more chances to win this afternoon. Uh, you can also buy your tickets at Ticketmaster, HotRadioMaine.com. Hot Radio Maine. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Doja Cat is ready to take a break. Me too, Doja Cat. Me too. Uh, in a new interview with Elle's Woman in Music issue, Doja had to say, I'm going to finish this next album, then I'm going to get the blank out for a second. I want to disappear for a little bit and just do things like wear slides and go to the farmer's market. I don't give a blank about vegetables, but how fun. And I want a dog too. She said, it's not fair that she doesn't have a dog, Tara. She wants to take care of a dog. She wants to raise it and run around the grass and touch it. We know that she canceled her summer festival appearances, her tour at the weekend. Uh, she pulled out of that due to tonsil surgery and recovery. She just wants a break. She's probably, even though she's going to have surgery and be in recovery, she's probably going to have the best time ever. Not yeah, having to because do she, anything. Yeah. She's getting exactly what she wants. And, and she's she's prepping for this next album already. It's right? like, sheesh. And I always think about celebrities and how it seems like wow they're living the dream they're so rich they get to perform all the time but if you actually sit down and read someone's contract the amount of work they're obligated to do whether it's posting appearances award shows concerts like 
all of those. The list goes on and on and on and on. I would love to see like a day in her life, all the things on her to-do list. Yeah. I bet it's insane. Did you ever watch that Dave episode with her? No, but you always tell me to. You gotta go watch it. It's a little snapshot of what you're talking about. Really? Yeah, for sure. I'm telling you, you don't have to watch the whole series. I'm not preaching. Her episode? Just watch her episode. Just go to her episode and I know you'll appreciate it. You don't need, you don't need any context. You don't need anything else. You don't need like to watch the rest of the show. Just watch that one Doja Cat Dave episode. She's only had a couple years out here and she's already fed up. Kourtney Kardashian is taking her husband's last name after marrying Travis in Italy and in like eight other places. Um, Stop. Kourtney Kardashian Barker, or at least on social media, that's what the, the name change said on her official Instagram page. She didn't change her handle, just in the bio. She tacked on right. Barker and added a flaming heart emoji. I wonder if she'll change her Instagram handle. No, she's branded it. Keep it that, I that way. I didn't realize. I always look at her account and I just read it as Kourtney Kardashian. Her handle is actually Kourtney Kardashian. It's not Kardashian. Oh, she shortened it. She shortened it on us. Idris Elba recently told Complex a story about how Michael Jordan shot down a request for Idris to play Mike on the big screen. It's kind of bold to just tell somebody you want to play them on the big screen too, though. You're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, right? So there's this this, uh, thing called Jordan Weekend, I guess. These getaways that Jordan has in the Bahamas and famous people go. Something to put on the bucket list. He was there and he was talking about playing uh, Jordan. He said it wouldn't be playing the basketball player was about the businessman. Uh, He was a very astute businessman, really smart. His work as a philanthropist is unspoken and people don't really understand the work. So he kind of wanted to show that side of Jordan and he was pitching that and Jordan said, no, I'm not ready for that story yet. (laughs) No, thank you. Not to be morbid, but usually movies like that don't happen until someone is long gone and it's kind of like... No, we're seeing more movies where people are getting their flowers now. Yeah. I don't know. Venus Serena, their dad's still alive, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We just saw that movie. That's the first one that pops to mind. Obviously topical. But I mean, they're full grown adults and it kind of portrays them as children. I don't know. I just feel like your life and your legacy, it's like, slow down. Like, let's wait a second. Okay. I think you can have movies celebrating people's life uh, while they're alive. You know, we don't really know that side of Jordan. it's a bad omen. I don't know. I'm superstitious. I could see how you would believe that for sure we know the competitive side of jordan and we saw it in the documentary but seeing the other side where there's things that he's done to help people that don't necessarily get as much publicity and it's mainly because i don't think he talks about a lot of that stuff which is probably why he didn't want that story to be told yeah uh, Ice-T and Coco causing some controversy, stirring up some things online. Their daughter, Chanel, is six years old, and Coco posted a picture of the girl getting a stroller ride while the parents were out and about one day. Why are people mad about this? The people are mad about everything. That's how the internet works. Comments came rolling in. One person said, she looks like she's over being in a baby stroller. Isn't she like six years old? She should be out of the stroller by now. Listen, I'm in my 30s, and if somebody wants to push me around in a stroller, I'm going to take that ride every single time. Seriously, sometimes you just want to sit down and if you can remember being a kid and your parents have this whole agenda of out and about all day by three o'clock you're having a tantrum that's a very good point like you're miserable you want to sit down so i say more power to him for keeping the stroller i think it's a great idea they're no uh, stranger to controversy in the parenting world over there last august coco admitted that she still breastfed chanel yeah well i guess if you're still producing milk you might as well use it Go for it. That's your Dirty on 30 made out of me by Dergo Federal Credit Union. You can save a lot on your car loan by going through a credit union, especially if you use Dergo, DergoFCU.com. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know.
A gunman killed 19 children and two adults during a shooting on Tuesday in an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. The shooter, identified as Salvador Ramos, opened fire at Robb Elementary School. Ramos shot his grandmother before he went to the school. Um, she was listed in critical condition. After his attack, Ramos was killed by responding officers. The children killed were in the second, third, and fourth grades. Oh my God. I hate that this can happen. I hate that we're talking about it. I hate that he was able to buy a gun. I hate that he was able to get into the school. I hate that this is something that's not crazy in America. It happens all the time. It's disgusting. I hate the the fact that I was scrolling through social media last night and that's where I first saw this news and I was numb to it. It took yeah maybe a half an hour, an hour for it to settle in before I started to see more stuff. I saw the speech that Steve Kerr gave and then I'm like, nah, like we should not be numb to this. Kind of echoing what, what he was saying. Deadliest school shooting in Texas history and is the deadliest elementary school shooting since we shouldn't even like those, that shouldn't even be a category that shouldn't even be something that we have exactly. to say deadliest elementary school shooting that shouldn't exactly. be a thing these are children it's the deadliest elementary school shooting since 2012 sandy hook in connecticut it's just not worth it like what people fight for, for i don't gun laws it's not worth it i don't know what the the answer is and i'm not gonna like get into the details about gun laws i do know that not being super informed just on the surface this doesn't happen in other countries with strict gun laws no. it happens all the time here people from other countries make jokes about america and the mass shootings that happen and nobody's safe you have the elderly people that were just in buffalo grocery shop grocery shopping you have second third fourth graders talk about uh octavia in in i know in wells so awful. who would have been two if sometimes it feels like oh this doesn't hit home because we live in a bubble in maine and nothing bad happens you know and you see texas or buffalo i mean we had a, a two-year-old this weekend not even a two-year-old 22 22 months would have been two in july i don't know i mean it's not normal to go to a public place like the grocery store or your school or the movies and have to worry about that in the back of your mind. That we, that could be it. I, and I knew we were gonna have to talk about this during five things as soon as it happened. And it's just like- How many times can we talk about it where nothing is done? Yeah. I don't know if it's been that I've been more in tune with the news because we follow it doing it during the show on a day to day basis. But just coming in here time after time and being like number one for five things, mass shooting is uh, it's depressing. Um, I had a, a, a parent last hour when we were talking about it and she's like, I'm going to I'm going to keep my kids home from school today. Like it's terrible. It's so terrifying. I don't I don't blame I don't blame her. I know. Like, yeah, the kids are going to stay with Nana today. Like, yeah, I get it. All the parents who saw this happen yesterday and had to send their kids to school today. I saw a lot of my friends that have children posting pictures. It's terrifying. Of their children just saying like giving them an extra hug. Yeah. So tragic. And then we come in here and it's like we got hot summer tickets to give away. We got brains for bank to play and like, I don't how know. Is, how, how is, do we how do we like we do like best lobster roll because it's like what else are we going to talk about? I don't know. I know. I feel I feel weird talking about anything else when you have 19 families in Texas without a, a kid that was in. They went to second, third, and fourth grade. It's so disgusting. <sighs> um, the man suspected of killing his 22-month-year-old niece. We just mentioned this uh, in a triple shooting in Wells appeared in court for the first time on Tuesday. Uh, police say the incident started over a fight over a T-shirt. Oh my God! Uh, the judge ordered that he be held without bail. 
Maine reported a sharp drop in the number of COVID-19 patients hospitalized statewide Tuesday. A total of 184 people were hospitalized Tuesday morning. That's a one-day drop of 9%. They're still seeing a rise in infections, but it looks like the the new strains, I guess you would call them, of COVID-19 that are going around are, are pretty infectious, but apparently not as strong. The symptoms aren't as bad and people aren't getting hospitalized at the rate that they were. Well-known was Cassid Seafood Check. Reds Eats is going to be featured on the Netflix show Somebody Feed Phil, premiering its fifth season today. The show follows Phil Rosenthal as he samples local cuisines in cities around the world. Uh, I had to Google who Phil Rosenthal was. I mean, me too, but fifth season, it's obviously doing well. People are watching. Yeah, Phil has had a, quite the career. He was an executive producer and a writer for a lot of uh, big shows, including Everybody Loves Raymond. And I read a quote from Ray Romano who says that no matter where he is in the world, if he's looking for a place to eat, he texts Phil and Phil's got the hookup and knows where to go. I always love stories like this where Phil Rosenthal worked on a show, but he's still so passionate and has other hobbies. Like outside of work, he was a foodie and trying as many restaurants as he could. I'm always like, that is so nice. Yeah, people ha- people have other interests besides making yeah. work their entire life. Exactly. Which is good to see. But then he made his other interests his work. <laughs> so he worked maybe- on TV shows. And he's like, I like food. Now I'm going to do bring it together, a food TV show. But there's an extra layer of love there. If you're doing something, uh, if, you, if the work you do is something you love, you never work a day in the life isn't that in your life isn't that a saying that's what they say but i have to disagree with that <laughs> work is work at the end of the day but work can be fun yeah if if you could pay me to watch netflix shows like somebody feed phil all day right? then, then that might be accurate uh hot summer 2022 starring russ and yg special guest millie's and sleazy world go june 16th the cross insurance arena in portland uh tickets are on sale right now hotradiomain.com Ticketmaster would love to see you out there June 16th. It's going to be a great show uh, after two years off. We're very excited to have the uh, Hot Summer show back. And in Maine, uh, very excited for this. I know. It almost doesn't feel real because it hasn't happened in so long. 